This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Let's go, business storytellers. Hey, how's everyone doing today? We're doing video, but we're talking about audio. We've talked about Clubhouse before. Does anybody still use Clubhouse? I don't. I'm not even sure I got that app on my phone anymore. But um, the times are changing constantly. We got Twitter, audio. Uh, we have all these other things. Let's see. We already have comments coming in. Today's guest has her own hashtag. I think it's Judy Rocks. Um, and her crowd is already showing up. We have um, Robert, Robert Hanna here. Keep being awesome. Judy Fox, thanks for joining us. We'll throw up these comments as they come about today. But today we want to talk about LinkedIn audio. Who knew that was a thing? Who knew? I didn't. So Judy Fox connected with me and I said, who are you? You have LinkedIn audio? Come on the show. I want to learn more about it. So here she is. Judy, welcome to the show. Excited to be here. Fist bump. (laughs) We always get fist bumps. Get the party going. Um, so yeah, really glad we connected on Twitter. Um, and you technically connected with me first. And then I was like, Oh, hold on a second. LinkedIn audio. What the heck is that? So fill us in. What is link? I don't have LinkedIn audio. So I'm once again behind the eight ball, but you're on the eight ball. Tell us about what is LinkedIn audio and why, why do we, why should we care? Well, I'm going to first start with a story of the how we connected. Yes, we met through Twitter, but I was originally searching for great examples of of newsletters, and that's how I found you. And again, thinking about LinkedIn audio, the way to get access to LinkedIn audio is to join a LinkedIn audio right now because it is in beta. So when you posted up Robert Hanna's uh, comment right there, he has early access. He's a great beta member who is running a uh, biweekly or every other to every other week uh, town hall. But the point is, LinkedIn audio is rolling out. You mentioned maybe not being as active anymore on Clubhouse. These are locations for live streamers. If you want to audio live stream, that's how I think of LinkedIn audio. That's how I think of Clubhouse. That's how I think of all of the spaces to do audio. And so, but what is what is the difference? So we we are doing a LinkedIn Live, right? A video, obviously. We're going to repurpose it as a podcast. I'll probably write about it just because I haven't written about that topic on ChristophTrap.com. Um, and but how does LinkedIn Audio fit in? Is it basically a town hall meeting? Anybody can talk. Is it very similar to Twitter Spaces, or what's different? I would say it definitely reminds me more of Twitter Spaces because. It doesn't really have that same clubhouse hallway feeling. You have to attend an event just like you attended an event here to be at the LinkedIn Live or you're watching a replay because I'm, you know, talking right now to the people I know on LinkedIn. And even though I know this is going out everywhere, we are thinking through 
evergreen and these are events. So LinkedIn is thinking that way when it comes to LinkedIn audio, as like I said, the event space is what they're using. And then the other thing to think about is, yes, you can come up on stage, but it's not as big as Clubhouse. It's maybe, I think only seven people can come up on stage right now. I The numbers are, you know, again, I try to keep that stage maybe around six or seven because it can get a little glitchy. So I don't know if that answers some of your initial questions about LinkedIn Audio. It's still in beta and we're anticipating the rollout. I think the biggest question is when is it going to roll out constantly? That's always the question. When is it going to roll out? When can we try it? When can we use it? And and it seems like some things just stay in beta forever and ever and ever. And sometimes they just expand. Uh, when you say seven people on the stage, though, I mean, let's be honest. You know, every time I have people on the show and let's say I got three guests or we used to do uh, webinars, you know, on the live stream, too, with four guests. I mean, that's a lot of people talking on top of each other. You know, how do you keep that conversation halfway structured when you got seven people on stage? Yeah, I would say that goes back to great uh, live stream and audio event management. If you're going to run an experience, anytime that we run anything online, it's always an experience for people to attend and, you know, come to these things. I want to do a shout out to Vinny Potestivo. He's actually the creator who has the beta access and I have been um, granted the ability to go live with him on LinkedIn Audio as his co-host. And that is the power of collaboration. I mean, me and you right now are having a live conversation and, you know, we can't pull somebody in. We can obviously see your amazing comments and please let us know if you have any questions. And at the same time, we can't pull you up into this video. But what's really cool about audio events is you can bring somebody up. They can raise their hand and you can speak with them. And I think the power of communication and voice that goes beyond texting each other or messaging is really, really powerful. So, Very interesting. And of course, you know me, I'm always trying to hack into everything. And I'm thinking, I don't know if that's correct, Judy. I can bring people up and I can, Ooh. but not easily, right? I okay. have to send them the link, the same link you have. So somehow I have to get it to them and basically do it that way. But that is certainly an advantage. So anybody listening from Restream, um, put that on the list if you would. Um, you know, maybe so I am going to people... correct something. I currently, with Vinny Potestivo, we keep our stage pretty small, but you, cool. I just ch- double checked, you can have 17 total speakers. 17? 17. Oh my goodness. That's a so lot I of people. Maybe, <laughs> I maybe shouldn't. I maybe shouldn't put up comments as I'm before I read them. But so Rob Edwards says here, looking forward to evergreen video for interviews attached to all my professional contacts that I can then also repurpose the file in other places. I think that's, I'm a big fan, um, Rob, of repurposing anything. Is that possible with LinkedIn audio? Is it like what we're doing here or no? Yes. So I have started recording with my Zoom recorder. Um, I have it like right over here if you need me to show you the equipment. I definitely have it ready to go for my LinkedIn audio spaces. So that way we can record the experience and turn it into a podcast. So 1000% take advantage of any time that you're live, any time that you can record conversations. So that's, uh, but then you have to get permission right from people or do they agree to that? Correct. You can also, you know, make a, I don't know what to call it, a 
uh, executive decision that you will have a certain part of your show be recorded prior to bringing anyone up on stage. So it's you and it's like me and you right now we could be live audio streaming and record this. But maybe if we brought anyone in that wasn't pre saying, hey, I want to be recorded, we could just pause the replay out to the world in a podcast and just only submit the first part. Got it. And then um, Orion Good here says Clubhouse No Limit. That sounds like a mess. LinkedIn <laughs> Those 17. stages can get crowded. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn 17, Twitter 13. And of course, on this live stream, we can actually have up to six people, I think. Oh, no, up to 10 people. But I oh, would wow. have to send them the link. Um, 10 people is also pretty crowded, um, unfortunately. So... Um, okay, so why is it in beta? How soon is it going to roll out? And what would you recommend for people, uh, for brands, how to use it once they have access? And how do they know they have access? Yeah, so I guess the first step is how do you even know you have access? Turn on creator mode. That is going to be the first step for all of us. So when you go to your personal profile, you are able to see on LinkedIn inside of your personal profile that you have the resource area that's private to you. And there's a toggle button that is creator mode. And when you turn that on, you'll start to get the rollouts for LinkedIn Live, LinkedIn Newsletters, and LinkedIn Audio. The way that you're going to be able to see that you have audio is go create an event. When you go to create an event, it's going to give you the type options. And when you see three types come up, LinkedIn Live, external link, you know, obviously to send us somewhere off of the platform or a LinkedIn audio event. So that's how you're going to see the first three. And now you're going to have to remind me the next steps. I think you said, how can we get started as brands, right? Um, yep. Or how would I recommend a brand get started? I would say the first step right now is attend, attend these spaces or have someone on your team do that initial research to attend some events. Because you're going to want to learn like the ones that are doing really well, what are they currently doing? How is the flow? What are the pros and the cons of what you just experienced? And how you're going to get inspiration through the actions that you take. It's like if I want to go out and run an amazing live stream show, I'm going to watch, you know, several of these live streams and say, what went well on the show? What would I make my own? So, again, you can learn so much by also attending Twitter space rooms or um, Clubhouse and get an idea of, wow, that was an amazing space that makes sense for our brand because obviously every brand is different. Um, and then back to you, because what was the next step? What was the next question? I'm breaking all my own rules, but I'm so excited. There's so much stuff going on. Lots of people tuning in. Lots of good information um, being shared. Um, so don't ask more than one question at a time is <laughs> my advice, everybody. Now, while you were talking, of course, I was trying to see if I can actually do LinkedIn audio. If I'm, you know, since you gave us the, the tips and tricks on how to check it. Yeah, now, let's all first, check. And and I and I just did. And so the first problem I encountered, and then we'll get to Wendy and Jory here in a second with your question. The the biggest um, problem for me was, how do I even start an event? I know this is an event, but. It's in Restream. So Wendy and Jory were asking, what are we using to live stream? We I use Restream, Restream.io. 
and this is how we are actually simulcasting to Judy's channel. Um, and that's, I think, WeStream might be one of the only uh, platforms that has that functionality. It's it's just unbelievably awesome. So anyway, before I go too far down that area here, um, nope, it's not StreamYard, Jen. It's um, Restream, Restream.io. I can't reply in the comments from within Restream. Unfortunately, you can't see that. Anyway, events. To create an event on LinkedIn, it's not on the top. You have to go to the sidebar. It says events. You have to click the plus button, and then it gives you the option online, and it says LinkedIn Live because I already have that, and then the other one is external event link. So I don't personally have LinkedIn audio available right now, but that's how you can check. And as long as your creator mode is on, Judy, and you have access, that's where it'll show up, right? Yes. So I have a screenshot of what it looks like. I have what's called the ultimate guide to LinkedIn social audio events. And I put a, and if we want to put that in the, uh, in the comments here, we can put the link to the ultimate guide. It has a screenshot of how you can get to events without having to go on that left-hand column. The easiest way is probably to say, start a post and then you can choose events from the post feature. LinkedIn probably first thinks all of this content is a post. That's kind of the mindset of how are you going to be a creator on LinkedIn? You're going to start with start a post and then everything kind of filters out from there. And we have some where the fox ears. I do have them. <laughs> I was going to say, let's get to the important questions here at the show. There are the Fox ears. Uh, Billy Thompson, thanks for Thank tuning you, in. Billy. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> um, thanks, everyone, for um, sharing the link since I can't type that in. Um, so once we have LinkedIn audio, um, there is no, is there a way to multi-stream to it? Or is that not a thing yet? Or is that, I mean, there was never a way. So what I... Love about our current setup, right? We're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on your YouTube, your LinkedIn, my Twitter. And but that was never the model when it came to Clubhouse. And then that's why I didn't really jump into Clubhouse. Um, so is that an opportunity, or that's th the way you multi-stream is you do LinkedIn audio and then you do a podcast later? Um I would say the LinkedIn audio, because I'm recording it now, I do have access to turn it into a podcast. I think what's great, and not a trying to do a plug for Clubhouse too, but the fact that we can do replays on Clubhouse. And what's interesting is I embedded the Clubhouse live, I don't know what to call it, the live show on Clubhouse where we talked about creating, and it was one of the first LinkedIn audio rooms that I created with Vinny Potestivo and I live recorded it in audio on Clubhouse, which is just fascinating to me that that has now been repurposed and probably listened to by over a thousand people. It's unbelievable. So let's talk about, we got some of the technicalities out of the way, so to speak. Um, but you know, you and I have a topic, right? We know what <laughs> we're going to talk about. We got 27 minutes. This is what we're going to be able to fit in here. You do yeah. a LinkedIn audio session. How do you determine the topic? How do you, is it very similar to how we're planning on this show, or how do you determine how to even fill that time uh, with value and not just you know 
boring chit chat for lack of a better term. Yeah. One of the tools that I have personally used throughout my journey on LinkedIn is actually something from BuzzSumo where they research mm-hmm. the top 100 best performing pieces of content on LinkedIn for like the last couple of years. And they did a roundup of all of the headlines and titles. And what's really interesting is that has served me that one list has served me for years, ever since 2018. I discovered that list. I summarized it and I now have it as a copy on my desk. And whenever I think, okay, I want to start a post, I want to run a audio event. How am I going to title it? That is the easiest way for me to think of a title. I I have summarized that list as a downloadable on my website if anyone wants it, but it is definitely a power packed list. It is, it's about being clear on LinkedIn. When we think about the mindset on LinkedIn is if you're active and your boss sees you or your colleagues see you interacting with something, they want to understand that you're attending something that is extremely clear and not confusing because that will reflect on your brand and your business. That, you know, if anything, I came from the newspaper world where editors always tried to be clever with their headlines and clever sometimes meant or many times meant not clear, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like a play on words and some play on words make total sense, but sometimes they don't, right? Especially for generational differences and whatnot. So I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of that. Um, be clear with your content and tell people where can they download that list? Yeah, I have it at Judy Fox, J-U-D-I-F-O-X dot com slash SME. SME. Got it. SME. Um, so check that out on there. Um, so when you do a LinkedIn audio, how do you um, how do you make sure people attend and how do you make sure the right people attend? I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm picturing a you show, you start and nobody shows up. And I, I I noticed what you did for this show on your simulcast. You tagged like a gazillion people, but it didn't feel like spam because you were like, hey, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Hey, and as so-and-so says, blah, blah, blah. Like it was very much in context. It wasn't just like, you know, some people, they say, join my show. And then they tag 5,000 people who have no relationship to anything other than that they were just tagged. So the way you did it felt very much like um, like a community, right? I mean, so so how is that one way to do it? And how else do you do it? Well, the first thing I think about when it comes to tagging and not every post would want, you would want to tag like I did on this one, for example. This one did naturally make sense to say as a bit of a thank you. And at the same to- time, that list was me thinking of a resource and saying, Bobby Umar, Robert Hanna, um, you know, I was listing Vinnie Potestivo, the people that I'm networking with when it comes to LinkedIn audio, it would be really smart for you to also network with those people. And I think that's the power of tagging. Instead of just thinking, Judy wants visibility, I'm thinking the people that would potentially come to this live show today, I can then direct them to that comment to say, please go check out their profiles. They either have beta access or they are doing really good audio rooms that a brand or a company could check out or have a team member go to on Twitter or Clubhouse and thinking about being a resource. So 
I hope that makes sense for that concept of tagging. And the one more thing I want to think about is getting visibility is LinkedIn's giving you the option to invite about a thousand people per week to your live shows on LinkedIn. So if you have any event feature go out, you can filter your connections to, I want this to go to marketing experts. I'm going to filter it. I'm going to filter it to, you know, some more uh, criteria. I think LinkedIn gives three or four criteria for industry, maybe location or title. And you get to then invite about a thousand people to attend. I didn't do that for this one because I'm always experimenting and I wanted to see what if I didn't click invite and I just let this go out more organically and I wanted to see the results. And I think it did really good. We had about 79 people say they want, wanted to attend. Absolutely. I think that's a really good number. And the other thing is, too, when you invite the right people. So, for example, here, shout out to CJ Morris, oh, who is you. handling all of the, the lower third graphics today. Right. I don't even have to throw up the URL anymore. CJ is handling that judyfox.com forward slash SME, SME, subject matter expert. Uh, really responding quickly here to Greg um, Greg's comment. I use Restream because I like some of the new improvements and interface options. I agree. I've used Restream for a while, and I I think the the simulcast is probably the biggest improvement that I've seen recently. That um, we had somebody else here. Oh, that was Greg actually. To a previous comment, Restream or Streamyard both work well. Um, I think a lot of these programs. Um, now incorporate LinkedIn Live. Switcher Studio certainly is another one. Um, Orion, um, this is great information. Really appreciate you um, you chiming in. So yeah, I think that's been that's been a, um, a very good strategy to inv- to uh, let it grow organically, to tag people, to see who tunes in, and I think uh, certainly you've built a community. Um, a community out there. So what else do people need to know when it comes to LinkedIn audio? What else do we need to consider? Do we need a good mic? Do we do we do it? By the way, do we do LinkedIn audio on our computers or is this also one of those crazy things where I only use my iPhone? You can use both. You can use um, your iPhone and your computer. I mean, maybe not at the same time, especially if you're logging in for one, from one account. But yeah, what's really great is, yeah, connecting it through your phone and also the option to be on desktop and have a totally different audio experience. I do use my Yeti mic on the um, LinkedIn audio stage, and that's been really, really helpful. I will say that, um, oh, goodness, now what was the other question you asked? (laughs) I knew it was going to happen. I don't remember. And I don't, so the one thing I need to say to everybody and admit is, so I, I, I do everything on these on the business storytelling show, right? I'm producing it. I'm clicking the buttons. I'm asking the questions, sometimes too many at a time. I just I'm remembered. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, don't forget it again. Um, so, but with all these comments coming in, because Judy certainly has earned her hashtag Judy Rocks hashtag just based on the audience participation, it adds a whole nother level of paying attention to things. So I'm telling you, I, I may need to hire a producer if we keep <laughs> this going. Um, Judy, what was the other happen. question I had? 
I was going to add the power of LinkedIn audio compared to other platforms. Why would you pick LinkedIn audio over Twitter spaces? Why would you pick it over yes. Clubhouse and invest the time and the energy from your team or your resources? And here's the why. Because LinkedIn will alert people to say, you know, Judy's speaking on stage at this event, on this audio event. And so when I'm on an audio event, and again, big shout out to Vinny Potestivo, where we're hosting this event together, the amount of people that click on his profile that have led to business opportunities and the people that have clicked on my profile that have led to opportunities is even in a month has blown my mind. So what I say is, and this idea that when you click over from Clubhouse or on Twitter, you're going to a profile that is a different experience than the one on LinkedIn. The one on LinkedIn is built with the business mindset already happening, already the social proof of who you are. Your experience section has to be true. It is the recommendations. People wouldn't write those recommendations if it wasn't true because they're relationships and their businesses on the line. So the things that you might say on other platforms, people hold a different level of expectations and validity to who you are on LinkedIn. And I think that can lead to faster business happening more quickly when you do an audio room or even a live stream. Yep. Fantastic. And uh, we do have a question here from Anish Mano, if there's any free streaming tool for LinkedIn, which can be used in mobile phones. So Restream, you can use on your mobile phone. It's not the best setup. There's no mobile app, but it does kind of work. Um, Switcher Studio, I don't think is free at any level, but they do have a mobile app. In fact, it's supposed to be used. Um, it's supposed to be an app, right? It's not supposed to be used on your desktop. So check those out. Um, I might still have a... Um, uh, what do you call it? Coupon for Switches Studio Trap One gets you a month off. Judy, really quickly here in the last um, 24 seconds, um, of course, your business accelerator. Tell us how do people connect with you? Who should connect with you? And, and how do you help people? I love accelerating people on LinkedIn from a business development and sales strategy. So the people I mostly work with are small businesses. And I work and send people onto a sustainable level of using LinkedIn. For example, I lean into leadership, strategic connecting, mm -hmm. um, visibility that lasts, and you know how to have conversations that convert. And Fantastic. the last thing I was going to show you, do you want to see the equipment I use to record? Let's do it. The, okay, I'll reach across my desk. I don't want it to be awkward. Um, I wasn't planning on showing this, but it is just a Zoom recorder and you can run the LinkedIn audio room through this. And there you oh, go. Fantastic. Plug it in and you're good to go. Good to go. Thank you so much for all the valuable tips. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.